0: My name is Ray Montgomery. I'd like to welcome you to the Navigating Blindness podcast. And on today's show, we have Vice President of Programs, Mr. James Michaels. How are you doing today, James?
1: Great, Raymond. Thank you for having me today.
0: We have our Interim Executive Director of the Basler Visionary Opportunities Foundation, Mr. Jay Gachet. How are you doing, Jay?
2: Fine. Thank you, Raymond. It's a pleasure to be with you. All right.
0: I brought you two on the podcast today because Giving Tuesday is right around the corner. And I really wanted to uh, make sure that individuals know why Giving Tuesday is an important day for uh, Bosma and really an important day for philanthropy in general. But we really want to focus on the reason why individuals should consider giving to Bosma and donating to our foundation. So I'm going to start with you, uh Mr. Jay Gachet, could you talk about the Bosma Visionary Opportunities Foundation
2: and what that means to uh, Bosma Enterprises? Absolutely, thanks again. So Ray, uh, we call it BVOF, the Bosma Visionary Opportunities Foundation, is a very unique foundation in that it is set up strictly and solely to support the work of Bosma Enterprises through its programs, to help the wonderful community of those who are blind and visually impaired, not just here in central Indiana, but across the state of Indiana. So when a gift is made to Bosma Visionary Opportunities Foundation, or BVOF as we call it, it goes to help people who have limited vision or lost their vision completely.
0: And Jay, can you talk about just really um, how our Center for Visionary Solutions Um, really helps individuals who are newly blinded, um, you know, achieve some of their personal goals and really teach them that there is life after blindness.
2: Oh, absolutely. And I'm sure James would love to jump in on that one as well. And let me tell you a little story. Uh, When I first came to Bosma several years ago, uh, my first visit into what we call the programs area, the center was to visit with a class, a group of people that were going through one of our classes. They had been at Bosma for several months, uh, trying to learn or learning about how to navigate their blindness and return back to work. And one gentleman who was graduating that day, it was a really special day, pulled me aside and said, Jay, you are joining a phenomenal organization. I owe so much to Bosma. And I'm so thankful because it gave me my hope back again. And it was probably one of the more compelling statements I've ever heard from a client, as we might call them, about the services they received. It really inspired me and allows me to do the work I do at Bosma every day.
0: James, you want to touch on that, just how, how the training really helps individuals, you know, regain their independence?
1: Yes. Um, I love that that happened with with you, Jay, that very first day you were with oh, us. James, that it is, was
2: inspirational. Uh,
1: that, that helps you realize, you know, hey, you, you're at the right place. Um, oh, that, yeah, and I'm sure you hear it all the
2: time, but uh, I'll never forget that.
1: Oh, outstanding. Well, will Raymond, when... You know, when somebody's recently lost their vision, thinking about, you know, how they can navigate through their world, they oftentimes feel like, you know, my life's over. I don't know how I'm going to be able to continue on with the things I once did, especially when they they realize, you know, doing things just as, from as simple as pouring a cup of coffee, cooking a meal, matching your clothing, you know, uh, reading Uh, directions on shampoo bottles, or reading medications, looking at those things and figuring out, I can't really see those anymore. Or when someone is like, you know, I still, I'm young enough to go back to work. I'm young enough to do the things that I once did, but I just don't know how to do it anymore. Traveling to a workplace, looking at their computer, being able to read their computer, being able to to know what's on the screen. So those things, when someone thinks, I can't do those, those, those kinds of things in life anymore, then they feel like their life really, as they know it is over. And what we really do is we help people realize your life's not over. You just have to do things in a different way. Now, life is different. That's for sure. Raymond, you and I both know we've lost uh vision as adults, a significant amount of vision for me. And I know you suddenly lost your vision. Right and we know how that that feels to feel like i can't do things the way i once did and really you lose confidence you lose hope and that's what yeah. we do is we we take people from that paradigm shift of hopelessness to hope and once they realize they can do things it's just in a different way that that helps them to realize that they can still have a wonderful life
0: yeah and i, I i'm gonna just follow up with that i think there's really um you know, being able to know what is out there because, you know, like you said, I lost my sight at a as an adult. So I didn't know, you know, what I could do, what was out there, what training was available. Didn't know places like Bosma even existed. So once I found places like Bosma and I saw people who were um, successful, they were, you know, working, they, were, they had a whole different outlook on life. So I would say that, you know, those type of individuals inspired me to continue on. And I knew that it was something else out there I could do, you know. So I think that's one thing people come to the and they can see, you know, people who are blind and vision impaired, working to help other people who are blind and vision impaired achieve a better quality of life. So that's that's yeah. definitely one thing I would like to touch on and let people know to come out and visit, they'll, they'll get a better glimpse of that too. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. go ahead, James.
1: I was just gonna say most of the time, if you ask someone out there in the general public, do you know anyone that's blind or visually impaired? Most of the time they're going to say no. And just being around other people who are blind, seeing what they can do, learning some different techniques about how they navigate through this world of ours. It's really, really powerful.
0: And right now, you know, people who are blind right now, 70% unemployment rate. Um, And it's hard to find gainful employment and without the skills that, uh, we provide these individuals, um, you know, finding employment will be even 10 times even more difficult. So could you talk about the many programs, James, that we have to help uh, build that confidence and to help them, you know, reclaim their independence again?
1: Absolutely. We have a community-based program, and that's where we have uh, trained instructors go out and they work with people in their home environment, helping them to maintain their independence or regain their independence. Uh, the one thing I like to say about this program is, is the majority of the people we work with are senior citizens. Uh, the, uh, this past year, the uh, the oldest person we served in our programs was 101 and the youngest person was eight. So in our uh, community-based program that we typically worked with senior citizens and oftentimes when people age and they they develop a disability. They think to themselves, oh boy, now I really can't maintain my household anymore. I'm gonna to have to think about moving into an assisted living facility or moving in with my family, things of that nature. And then what we want is we want people to know that if you choose to stay in your home where you raised your kids and your family and a vision loss is what's limiting you from doing that, then we're gonna do everything we can to help you to be able to remain in place. We also have a center-based program, and that's a program where individuals uh, are readying themselves to return back into the workforce, and this is through a collaboration that we have with Vocational Rehabilitation. They are wonderful partners of ours with the state of Indiana, and we have anywhere from 10 to 12 clients going through at a time, all different levels of vision. Some people are totally blind. Some people have usable vision, but the one thing they have in common is they're having a difficult time functioning in their daily life because of their vision loss. So we have a multidisciplinary team of instructors, teach them everything from traveling independently, using a computer, smartphones, tablets, uh, from doing activities of daily living, cooking, cleaning, being able to manage medication independently, adjustment counseling. And that's one thing that I want to really just emphasize is that, you know, when when someone's dealing with significant loss, you know, like vision loss, there there is an emotional time period that someone you know, it takes them to really adjust to their loss of vision. Um, then we also have a program where we do tactile, teach tactile techniques. We call that manual skills. And then we have communications where we teach people how to communicate not only with themselves, but with others, through large print, digital devices, um, all things like uh, uh, braille, handwriting, those kinds of things. So it's a comprehensive program. It usually takes around three to four months. And uh, by the time someone finishes, uh, we've been pretty darn successful. You know, when you said there's a 70% unemployment rate for people who are blind or visually impaired, the people that go through our program, 60% of those folks over the last five years Either went on to higher education or employment, so there is a difference being made. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we also have, and we also have our employment services program, and that's where once someone finishes training, because really I, I believe this, some of the reasons that people who are blind or visually impaired are unemployed, that big seventy percent unemployment rate, is because they don't have the training necessary to be as successful as they could be, and then the other part of it is. We have to really educate employers about the abilities of people who are blind or visually impaired and uh with our employment services team they help to do that they develop business partnerships and over the last four months we've had 12 individuals who are blind or visually impaired get job offers all around the, the you know community of indianapolis and uh central indiana
0: definitely great work being done over there at our center for visionary solutions um, right now, we have about 160,000 Hoosiers right now in the state of Indiana. You know, that's facing vision loss. So, uh, Jay, talk about just the, how grants and sponsorships really play an intricate role in us uh, just providing even more
2: programs uh, to people who face vision loss. Thank you, Ray. Yes, we have opportunities for corporations to sponsor events like Dying in the Dark our Golf Classic every summer, or even the Hasbrook Award, where we honor outstanding individuals who are making contributions in this area to serve blind and visually impaired. So corporations can help uh, individuals. Uh, We love to have volunteers who can come in and assist, or if you would like to make a donation, you can go to our webpage and there's a donate button right on the top right of the page. Those funds go directly to help people who are blind or visually impaired. uh, While the state of Indiana does pay some of the cost, uh, most of the cost must be picked up by philanthropy, either through grants, uh, local or national, or through corporate sponsorships, or through individual giving. And so those programs would not take place if we did not have that additional philanthropic support from individuals, corporations and foundations so we're very thankful for that um ray did you want me to go into any specifics or was that kind well, of what you
0: can a donor really uh decide where their funds you know are needed the most so can i you know decide if i wanted to donate you know to a restricted can i make it restricted and unrestricted uh, can they allocate where their
2: funds are used uh, used at use uh, absolutely uh, donors are driven to give for different reasons. and if you have a specific uh, desire to focus your dollars in given areas, we'd be happy to talk with you about that. Sometimes people want to spread it out across multiple areas, and we can do that as well. Uh, obviously, you know um, if you're going to make a donation and you have an area, just talk to us and we'd be happy to help you explore the possibilities.
0: So can they make donations all the way to the end of the year? When, when are we, uh, you know, when can they make their last donation?
2: You know, as with many nonprofits, we'll take a donation anytime, any anyplace, <laughs> and anywhere. Yes. So we're a 24 by 7, 365 day recipient of donations. Uh, but yes, you can do it by the end of the year. Now, Giving Tuesday is a unique opportunity it follows a week of thankfulness mm-hmm. and sometimes donors uh, desire to express their thankfulness by helping other people and that attitude of gratitude if you might say is so powerful and you know sometimes our family around the thanksgiving table will try to decide where might we want to help someone else because of all that we have to be thankful yeah. for and we'll make a donation to a nonprofit that we can all agree on and Bosma would be a wonderful organization for a family or an individual to make a donation to. And you can do it on the website, drop by, or however you would like to. So, so
0: James, how does a person, because uh, we don't charge individuals uh, for our services, but how do they uh, get connected with uh, Bosma if they were actually facing you know, vision loss or had a family member who may need some of our assistance?
1: Yes, they could. Call our... our... 800 number or toll-free number. That is 888-56-REHAB or 888 567 Or they could find us online at www.bosma.org And that's B as in boy, O-S-M-A dot O-R-G. Before I and, get to go ahead, James. I just want to say one more thing about that. And if if for whatever reason, we're not the, the the right place, we will do everything we can to connect them up with the right place. Um, this past year, we took 1,226 information referral calls, providing critical resources to Hoosiers, dealing with um, vision loss and a number of other uh, services that they would require to help them to, to live a better life.
0: Before I get, get you out of here, uh, you two, uh, just really wanted to talk about just the many mini- different type of clients that we had because i know a lot of people don't think that you know vision loss is something that will affect them you know in their lifetime but you know as you and i can attest i mean i know that it can happen so just talk about you know just some of those clients you're seen, like we've had like lawyers we have all types of people that come through lost the sight, but they actually like you said earlier james they actually went on to uh do great things some of them even returned to their um you know original place of work so just talk about Um, What they went through just really losing their sight as adults and trying to figure it out.
1: Any given time, you know, vision loss can affect anyone. It doesn't discriminate at all. At one time in our center, we had an individual who was um, uh, high up in a a Fortune 500 company, and he was on a trip uh, out of state. A business trip, and was trying to read his laptop, and realized, you know, my my eyes are starting to fade out here. What's going on? Uh, We had another individual at the same time was an artist, and she uh, was really you know an outstanding artist, making Mm -hmm. you know a decent living at it. Another person was working at a restaurant; they were a cook. At the same time, was uh, working for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, um, and just any number of different uh, positions. We've had truck drivers and the truck driver, you know, I remember this truck driver and he said, I just, I'm so frustrated because I loved being on the road. I love that job. And, and um, he ended up um, finishing up his training and then he became a dispatcher. So he still was able to use some of the skills that, that he had learned when he was a truck driver. So uh, any, any different profession through the years I've been doing this now for over 20 years and, Seems like we've seen about everybody, nurses, yeah. um, people with doctorate degrees. It can, it can affect anyone
0: and everyone. Yes, yes, it's fine, is not discriminate. And I'm glad that we have a place like Bosma right here in central Indiana that are helping uh, combat that 70% unemployment rate and help individuals um, live the life that they want. So once again, Mr. Jay Gashay, could you give them that information, how they could donate this given Tuesday? Cause we wanna make sure that the BVOF you know, it's raising that funds to make sure that we can sustain our programs and continue serving these Hoosiers who may need our help in the future. So once again, can you give them that uh, website and uh, donation information?
2: Absolutely. And just to make a comment that without these donations, we would have to cut back yeah. the number of people that we serve every year and limit those resources. And for goodness sakes, More needs to be done. And so we welcome any donation and on Giving Tuesday, especially. The best way to give is to go to our website. And in the upper right hand corner, there's a donate button. Just go ahead and click on that and it'll walk through a number of giving options. Or if you prefer, just call us at our main number, which is 317 216 4600. And the operator will be happy to direct you to someone who can. assist you uh in making your donation but thank you ray and thanks everybody for listening and 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 considering a gift to help another friend or neighbor who might be blind or visually impaired
0: yes yes thank you james and jay for that great information if you want to learn more about bosma please visit us on the web at bosma.org make sure you subscribe to all of our social media platforms facebook LinkedIn and Twitter and make sure you definitely subscribe to the Navigating Blindness podcast on Apple, Google and on SoundCloud. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you.